This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Are they? <laughs> All right. So Giant, listen, guys. We have honestly, we got a ton of questions on on the sheet. Run them, and I'm gonna, start, gonna Carleen and I are just gonna start just running these them things. Out. We'll go quick on them. Yeah, and because <laughs> I want to, because there's we'll a lot, there's to. a lot of good stuff in these questions too. Um, and uh, you want to fire one off there? You got your buddy, your buddy Jimbo on there asks a question. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who really is the connected by water rib barbecue king? And why is it Jim the Reaper Rubik? <laughs> the pig reaper. The pig reaper. Jim Rubik. But. But there's a caveat to this that Carly wants to mention. We, we don't love, want this to die. You know I love your meat. Okay. But we may have a challenger. Ooh. I'm segueing, baby. So Chippy Sheehan was in here um, a few months ago. And he came in um, with uh, Angela and um, Trigger, Chick, and, and Anthony and, and and Tigger was here and Anthony from Plagic came in. We did like a whole bunch. We did a party. So unannounced, Chippy brings these ribs in that he made. Oh, and, oh! And she sounded were, like something just happened over there, dude. They were good <laughs> and. Maybe Chip, a, but you know Chip. Yeah. Chip wasn't backing down from that. He goes, "You're goddamn right. They're good. You know, it's like I made them. I do this. I do that. So and you tell that boy, Ruback of yours, I'll challenge him any wow, day. Right that there, he's sitting like, right. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. And he's challenging right tester. on the show. We're recording and everything. I'm not and scared. So he wants to. He wants to do a thing. So we want to really kind of resurrect this. I'm hungry. So that, yeah. that, sounds like a, that sounds like a good podcast just in that. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. resurrect this. So we are going to do this episode. Jim, I already talked to Jim about it, and he says, yes, he'll do it. And then Chip obviously wants to do it. So we have to figure out a way to arrange this. Tomorrow I'd love you five? guys to be there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we got to get in front of this a little bit. So this is probably going to be like a 
like an October thing. That could be yeah, like an open house party type thing. So we could do an open house party thing where we can run the cameras or do something like that and we could Kick talk dolphins. We can have our dolphins episode then because we'll be in mid-season we God, could do Miami Dolphins me episode. So bad. You would be both. It's such a I fucking, fucking waste of time. I fucking hate sports talk, man. You have to come though. Are we going to have our, our pre-dolphin uh There's got to be somebody better. Well, we won't be able to do the pre one. But I will say We'll have to do a mid-season Which one, one of these motherfuckers was right last year? About the pre-dolphins my man knows. What are we talking about? About your quarterback. Oh, Tua? <laughs> yeah. Getting his bell wrong? Hmm. Yeah. I wonder who said what about that motherfucker breaking three games in. Well, it wasn't <laughs> well, three games. No, but... it was like seven games in. No, it wasn't. He yeah. missed the fourth game. All right, well, listen. What? Yes. thought you didn't pay attention to this stuff. Anyway, listen. We're going to do a show in October. There will be ribs. There will be Miami Dolphins. We're going to talk smack about it. We're big fans. Right now, right now, I'm a little. I love our team, but I'm, I'm still not satisfied with where that offensive line is. So, I don't care. I was reading an article on it today. They, they, they're, <laughs> I think I think they're done with the uh, with Eichenberg. They're gonna they're gonna put him to like third string. They need to hit the free agency market and get another lineman. He Liam, was Liam Eichenberg. He was our. Uh, he was supposed to be our left tackle. Mm. Then he went to left guard. Now I hope he goes left position. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ciao, man. Ciao. See ya. He's going to get somebody killed. All right. I think I know the answer to this question from Jason Gascoigne. Skipping Art, what is your favorite thing to target when you go fun fishing? Well, fun fishing, I mean, for me, yeah, it's whatever I'm fishing for at the time. Yeah, whatever bites. Whatever's biting. Yeah, what if he had to pick a fish, what would it be? I mean, shit, it depends. It, me personally? Yes. I love, love, love peacock bass, sea trout fishing. It's one of my favorite things to do in the world. Yeah, I, I just, I just enjoy it because you're just catching them all the time, you're catching lots you're, of fish. You're casting, and it's yeah. like, it's like it's my ADD kicks in, mm-hmm. and I, just, I got to catch a fish every cast. Yeah, it's so much fun. But I love sailfish. I love dolphin. I really like the last few years have got really into dolphin fishing. Yeah, I love fun. dolphin fishing offshore. We were. We've been down in Ocean Reef a lot this summer. I've always loved mahi fishing, really. Ever since, you know, from being a kid to now, I mean, it's just it's just always just a blast to me. Gaffing a dolphin, having that thing hit the deck, and if it's like a nice-sized dolphin, I've always loved it. It's, it's almost like seal fishing. Like, you pull up on something, you cast, there you, you know, it's like, yeah. I just get excited. It's I love good, it. It's a good fight. It's a fun fight. They jump. Any kind of fishing, but it, it's really whatever I'm fishing for at the time, but I really enjoy sea trout fishing. Casting on fish in showering ballyhoos. That's, be it. that's it's generally sales, but it's often mahis and mm-hmm. we've caught the tunas doing it and caught a few cobias doing it. That you know, it's not a specific fish, but it's that fishery, that yeah. style of fishing is my favorite, probably. I gotta tell you, one of my favorite things is one thing that Nick and I are about to do on Thursday is we're heading down to Chokoleski and gonna go fish with Elmer and we're gonna be targeting baby poons and snook. Down deep, deep in the glades. And we we me, did I that. Bring your fucking bug spray. <laughs> yeah, your, no, be all right. we, we did that. No, you're in there. Yeah, it's fun as hell, no doubt. Yeah. It's all fun, but sight fishing is is where it's at. And the ballyhoo showers to me is. I love. It's like it's, <laughs> I don't know. I could you could you could you could take the whole year and, what are you and go about? through. What are you giggling? What what what's so funny? Nothing. See, I th- I think Second. you could go through the whole year in the seasons. Yeah, and whatever's biting at the time. And how you catch them is what I want to, is my favorite thing to fish for. That's, I love the mullet run. Best part. Blue marlin fishing is pretty fucking it's pretty cool. cool dude. I'm 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 still very very novice at the blue marlin thing. Yeah. But we saw some big fish this year, and we had some fish up, and it's just like 
<laughs> it's it's the cool. It's really oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. The colors and the size. That's why I know guys together. that that bloom our own fish, and they don't want to do anything else except go bloom our own fish, mm-hmm. and they can care less about anything else in the world. Sail fishing is an expensive game. Yeah, but it don't hold a candle. No, no, that's no. Marlin fishing. No. That's that's. I mean, that's the that's the coup de gras, right? It's, it's, a, it's the a different de la level of fishing. Like you, you asked about um, our schedule this year, so we we're probably going to do all of the January stuff mm-hmm. and the February, and we might kick off and go to um, Chub and fish a couple of the marlin tournaments in Chub, and then come back and do uh, like the final sale and and that kind of stuff and Jimmy nice. Johnson. Nice. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. Chub is so condition dependent. It's been, it's been funny. It's been a you know, it's just been inconsistent. It's a, a neat place to fish, but they changed their their ways down there. Though it's like a big membership now. You got to pay a lot of money to stay. Well, they, I this, heard like, I heard both. You got to you got to buy like a day pass to be in there. Right, but it's like twenty thousand bucks for the day oh, pass. Oh no 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 no. That's what I was. No no no. It's like I heard it's like fifty bucks to have run of the oh that's a completely different what somebody i think brought it up on the show last time chub yeah 20 grand i heard something crazy like that like it's like outrageous and you can't even use the facilities that are in there like you know the pool the restaurant all that kind of stuff it's like you can but you got to buy a day pass hmm. that, that's what i was told who was that talking about that remember it was somewhere yeah but i but i don't think they were talking about a day pass there was something else they were, they were yeah they're trying about. to they're trying to sell yeah. memberships i think yeah that, that might have been what, what but they, if they're, they're having an about. event there there's no way they're not letting people use the facilities and yeah and do all that stuff so the second second question that Jason Gascoigne had <laughs> says do you think Dennis would make a good sports announcer and did you watch him doing the JJ weigh in live I did I did not but I think yeah you got the yes, voice I for it you I think you'd be awesome could. at it and clearly the knowledge it I think was, y'all are too optimistic about your specific sports teams but you can't not be It'd be like you going to fish a sailfish tournament. Like, there's no fucking way we're going to win this yeah, tournament. Yeah, but you're not actually doing it. Be, I'm very realistic about yeah, them, but it's at the end of the day, it's all entertainment. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? It gives me something to look forward to. Like, it's all entertainment. It's fun. Listen, the, the, the reason I want to read that is a guilty pleasure for me. I'm like, I thought it was funny he asked that question because I always said if I wasn't an artist, I would get in the sports broadcasting or get into like a sports radio show or something. That's part of the reason why I do this thing. Too, I yeah, just it'd be love fun. It. <laughs> yes, baby, yes. You're Come a freaking on. Bills fan. So you have you you can't talk about it. no nothing. Get out of here. Four time bridesmaid. Oh and four. Yeah, but they got there four times in a row. Whatever. Pretty fucking Jim impressive. Kelly. Jim Kelly. I was thinking about this the other day because people were talking He's about oh, Joe Montana and the greatest quarterbacks ever. Blah blah. You imagine if we would have been flip flop four and zero oh for Jim Kelly, we'd be talking about him like he was oh, the best of all time. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That game. But for for me personally, when football season rolls around, it's like all right, fall's getting here. It's gonna start getting a little cooler. Sailfish season's coming. It is you the know, greatest time of just, year. It's my favorite. No doubt about it. Greatest time of year. I fished so much on the weekends last year. I don't think I watched a game entirely. So I yeah, so but I, Skip, he you do your schedule I, around. I, it. I plan our whole practice. I yeah, lay the dude. calendar out. If there's a home game and like we're going to a home game, we practice on Saturday. 
If there's not a home game, we practice on Sunday. We try my guys get, don't practice. We try to get back I by charter fish. We try to get back by noon, twelve thirty, so everybody can zip out. Or we just, you know, now I mean, everything we just hang out on the boat and watch it on the boat. <laughs> it's <laughs> the difference, right? Everything revolves around the Dolphins. Hundred percent. Everything. Nothing happens during that. That that's the window, man. If there's a really good Hurricanes game on Saturday, I don't oh. care what's going on on Sunday. We're we're practicing on Sunday. You know. How do you think the Hurricanes? The Hurricanes going to do? I don't know, man. It's it's. Yeah, I think well, my knolls are I looking think, good there. This year, I think though. college is harder to predict than very much so. Well, you're relying you on kids. Really see, They're not professionals. Know? They're not professionals. But also, you, you're not getting like real reports. I don't think. You know you're not I mean? getting real reports, especially now at the NIL. So, so now it's tied to money for kids that are unproven and untalented. Yeah, this kid signing here. This kid committed here. Yeah, unless they put the pen to paper. <laughs> there's a lot. There's way, way too much I love room how for error. Art's like, do like Charlie Brown. I will tell you right now. It's... Sometimes I love just sitting here talking sports with Skip just to upset him. Well, I'm out too. <laughs> man. I'm I'm, me. I, I just do. don't give a fuck. No, you, no, you, 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 no. Well, I think it's fun. I talk a big game, but I don't care. <laughs> Nothing upsets me really anymore. All right, firing through some Other more questions. Charged. You want to ask this next one? Not me. All right. Tim Matthews wants to know what Timmy. was your yeah Timmy Timmy. We'll call him Timmy. <laughs> What's your favorite Bahamas trip on the Helen S and Y? So my favorite Bahama trip, Tim, Tim will know, especially if he watches the uh, the podcast, was the the family trip that we did. Man, eighty nine ninety. It's when I met Lisa, my wife, and all her family. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, they did a family. That was a pretty good trip. Yeah, they did a family trip, and the last minute they invited me to go. So nice. I was working, but yeah, that's the thing, right. dude. We call we call it. That's work. Right, you're probably better off. Maybe, maybe you know, you be like, no, but, no, no, I got things but, to think but about. But I was trying to get her cousin's number, <laughs> <laughs> and she knows it. So I really, I, oh yeah, that's funny. But that's funny. That was buff. That was my favorite trip. All right. Carl Schachter. Schachter. The Shack Attack wants to know, now that Bud Light went woke, <laughs> what is the new rally beer on the boat? Oh. So, Good question. We haven't gotten there yet. We haven't had a season yet. So, so for we, we had some tournaments in there after Bud Light went woke. You guys did. I did. Oh, we were in the Bahamas. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. So Jay Wall, who is uh, who fishes the right long. Right. Is a Bud Light devotee. He still he took he's about still on it. He took about a month off, and now he's back to the Bud Light. But the rest of the boat is either Miller Light. He really likes Bud Light that much. Miller Light, Coors Light, Ultra, or uh, Ultra's Anheuser Busch. Yeah, but it's it's not Bud yeah, Light. Yeah, but it's different. I don't think the yeah. I think it's just and even the Medela. Medela is owned by yeah. InBev too, yeah. so it, it really makes no difference. But. I um, think that the whole thing with the whole pe- the argument against Bud Light versus Anheuser Busch proper mm-hmm. is just all just like all right, they're just focusing on Bud Light to make a point and to for sure make a statement. I don't think it, they you know they don't want to crush Anheuser Busch all together. You know, it's whatever. It's crazy though. Did you see Sturgis and and all these nobody is drinking facilities. Budweiser or Bud Light or anything. It's wild. Dude. Yeah, it's wild. I could care less. America. I, they're not doing. <laughs> hey, they're not doing cooking. America for sure. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. When it comes to drinking beer, I was never a Bud Light drinker anyway. Yep, so, I've had a pile of them, but, yeah, but it's not my choice. So it doesn't really affect my life at all. See, Bud Light was my beer, and I switched over to, to Ultra. But I mean, that is what it is, you know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I switched over long before 
the whole. Uh, yeah. I like the ultras. Dylan Muldane, whatever, whatever moment, whatever. That was the thing. Whatever it was that particular trans human being that wants to proclaim himself to be a 10 or 12 year old girl. If it was just some weirdo that was transing, whatever. For me, it, it would have been a big deal. I could have cared less about the whole transgender thing. Drink the beer, whatever. Who the fuck? Who cares? It was the lady that came out and said, you know, Bud Light's clientele is these old frat boys that have lost yeah. touch with reality or not reality, but they've, they're out of touch and blah, blah, blah. We need to find a new market. And we're like, oh, really? You know? Yeah. Okay. Dylan Mulvaney's okay. a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he likes, that's the problem. He likes girls. I'm a, I'm a six year old little girl or a 12 year old little girl or whatever. No. You know what the bigger problem is? You're having fantasies about little girls. You're a fucking pedophile. I'm out. Yeah, no. It's a pedophile. The, the, listen, honestly, the person's not a good person. No, you, can't right? be a, you can't be transgender and like girls. That makes you a lesbian, right? Person, person I, this is, listen. That's too fucking confusing for me. I think I'm well, a lesbian, about though, aren't I? If you're going to cut your wizard off, right? <laughs> and then you like girls, <laughs> you that makes you a lesbian. Pass. <laughs> your wizard. Yeah, right. My wizard needs to relieve itself. Here's the, my, my issue out. with the Bud Light thing. Go. Hold on, don't go anywhere. Right. My issue with the Bud Light thing was this. All right. Because number one, I really think it was someone in marketing that made a special can for this person. Yes. Like a novelty can. It wasn't a product that went on the shelves. No. Right. And it was, it was, and the ownership of Bud Light probably didn't even know what was happening. Probably not. My issue was their response to it. Yep. Oh, yeah. They still are That failing. was the problem. Now they're, now they're, now they're getting all, like, they're all ballsy. Yeah. The like, way get they, over yeah now yeah, they're ballsy you. about it. But they, yeah, at first, them. they were yeah. trying to play the line and play the game and everything. It's like, listen, all right. I, your 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 customer base is you have fall for to that. know your customer base right exactly and when they were responded the way they did to me right. that was the issue so at the end of the day how many if you go to a gay trans bar right I, I could I could care less who you like what you want to do with your life how many of them are going there drinking Bud Light none it's a lot of Appletinis right it's a lot of cocktails Cosmos it's yeah. not Bud Light. You know, they're trying to pander and try to be woke. Yes. And the girl who did it, the marketing girl, was fresh out of college, fresh full of right. wacky college ideas, and I don't know. Full of shit for brains. There's oh. no there's no way that that her her <clears throat> supervisors or up and ups could not have known that she was doing that. There's that no they way. didn't know it was happening. I'm telling you, I'm <clears throat> telling you, they didn't. That's why I'm saying. Because if it were as simple as saying, you know what? There's something that we didn't know about was going on. Slip right by us. You know what I mean? We're taking if, appropriate action. If they came into, out and yeah, said, you know what? The appropriate this actions isn't how we feel. Into, how yeah, does that right. go through this editing without not somebody seeing that? To be put on the on the line to the labels to be No, it wasn't out. a like, problem. They, they, their marketing team had the ability to make special cans and yes. send them to like, like if they wanted to say, oh, Connected by Water, you've been a supporter of us for, we made one can for you and you could put it on your shelf. They had the ability to do that. So that's what they did for this person. Oh, you blah 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 came out. You posted that you liked Bud Light, and they're a thing. And you're this person. You have this huge following. Well, this person in marketing that followed them went and made a can and sent it to this person. That's what happened. Yeah the the response is what really screwed them. The response was it. The way they responded was horrible and poor as far as their customer base goes. Whether my opinion matters or not, it doesn't in this in this case. But regarding the way and it the, relates the, to their customer base, it was a mistake. The the marketing girl, the way she came out and attacked the, the, the customer base is what really threw them under the bus. Right. I think so. Right. 100%. All right. So, thanks, Schachter. Jim Steele wants to know 
who is Big Sexy. We've discussed this at length many times before. <laughs> I miss Big Sexy. I don't know. I, seen him I, in a I told you guys never before, I've, I've never met Big Sexy. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a very I long heard he time. has a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does. Funny Sleeps in strange place. places and has a lot of fun. <laughs> Bouncer Smith says, what years did you guys start tournament fishing? And what was your best day of fishing? Not necessarily the most or biggest fish, but best day of fishing. And when did you start tournament fishing? For me, probably like, I'm going to guess mid-90s probably, yeah. something like that. I mean, I think that might be a loaded question though. I mean, because is it like in my case, like I mean, I, 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 I tournament fished for a while with Double Diamond and Moseon and all those guys, probably for like a chunk of like eight years, like hardcore like tournament fishing. But I've fished tournaments before that, like here and there before, like when I was younger and a tournament here, a tournament there. But you know, it wasn't until I was like older, like more of my like mid-20s, early 30s that I really like tournament fish. Like I fished the rodeo as a kid as like a 12, 13, 14-year-old in the drift boat. Right. But I didn't really, I didn't really start tournament fishing like we fish until I was probably in my early 20s. So I rode with my dad and Billy Curtis the – once was owner of Carl's Bait and Tackle down there in Lauderdale. His son runs it now. And I think owns it now. Bought it from him from when I was four years old till the old man sold the Riballo. We had a 20-foot Riballo. So that would have been in 1978 till 82. Yep, for sure, 82. So I, as a kid, not just witnessing some really cool, amazing shit. And then in 2000, my dad and I rebuilt uh, 31 Ocean Master, and we started fishing these local events then. And so 2000 till now really is what my whole tournament career has been, which doesn't sound like you know, 23 years doesn't sound like that much, but it's a lot of hours, it's a lot of days on the water. It's a good amount. Yeah. It'll be beyond. Yeah. It's a lot of days in the water. It is a lot of, when you consider the amount of days you are on the water. I'm trying to think, when I, I got mean, the Mako, like I, I'm trying to remember what year that was. That's I can I, tell you. It was, was 2003. It? No, no, no. I'm no, sorry. That's what I... Oh, no, no. 2004, and you got second place behind, by like a tenth of a pound behind Jim Oliver. Was that 04? Uh-huh. So that, that's when I really started turning that's, Yeah, that's when, that's when I really first yeah. met you and started... That was, yeah. that was my... Um, yeah, tenth year, ten year anniversary. Nice, two thousand four for sure. Best day fishing. God, I love them all. I know, it's it's really it's got to be the hardest question to ask you too. It's definitely loaded. I mean, best day fishing. Most uh, it's hard to say. But it's not know? necessarily has to be the biggest fish though. Yeah, it's just like it's just like what what what, what are you taking home with you in your head? Oh, man, that was a good day. I mean, I I got to say for me, I mean it's, it wasn't really. Like having all the kids in the boat and one in the trash can slam. Good stuff. Yep. My daughter caught a little mutton snapper on the black liquid boat on a trip to the Abacos in 2014. Fifth, not 2015. Definitely 2015. That was a great moment in fishing. Catching that big giant wahoo that just got trumped for a record for the showdown with my original crew and my old man was a great one. Winning that first rodeo was a great one. I was five years old. We were trolling off of Fort Pierce with my dad, and he had wrapped me this cool little rod with this little red ambassador. 
and I told him I wanted a horse ballyhoo. They used to have these little bubblers, these little plastic bubblers you'd put in here. I want a horse ballyhoo, a pink bubbler in front of it on this left flat. And I'm sitting there straddling this rod, and a, a real good bull eats a thing. And, you know, I, I remember like it was yesterday. He said, ah, take the, let me help it. Uh-uh. I break the fucking rod, the whole shebang. <laughs> we caught the fish. We caught the fish. But, you know, whatever. I, I'm a child, a very small child, five years old. And, and I picked the bait, I picked the rod, and that fucking horse jumps on there. That was a great, great moment, great day. Love it. And there, there's too many, I think, because I, I mean, my, um, my start of fishing was all pier and snook fishing, and like I had epic nights, like catch snook fishing, and like mm-hmm. once you figured it out how to how to catch the bait and net the bait, and then you, all right, I'm gonna go here and boom, you caught ten yeah. snook. It's like, I don't know. Once you figure something out, I think that's when it kind of kicks, and that's when it yeah. makes it so, so much better. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You mentioned, um, you know, with the kids and, and Kira and stuff like that. I just didn't, since this is a bouncer question, I'm going to throw this one into the mix. I just had one of the best days fishing not too long ago um, with Bouncer and Bill and We brought my daughter, Sienna, out on the boat, mm-hmm. and she caught her first clown knife. Yep. And seven peacocks, all on their own. That's so, awesome. So, yeah. so I'll, 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 I'll bring it first, full circle. One of the best days fishing I ever had in my life was the first charter I ever went on. It was with Bouncer, like two days before he retired. Oh yeah. Me, Fishman, Curtis, and my, our buddy Rhett went, and we just, I mean, we caught fish, but I think fishing was, with it, Bouncer is great. It wasn't it? about the fishing, really you know. Like I grew up, like Bouncer was Bouncer, you know. Yeah. It was like, it was like like your idol and then we did a few seminars together and became friends and it was it was really really cool he's so nice to fish with he's so much fun to fish with he really and it's the experience of fishing with him and the stories and and yep. he's just always mr positive and but he's also he'll jab at you make jokes oh he's yeah he's just a good guy One of the, i got a, a a day that pops into my head on a regular basis fishing the black boat off of boca and you catch that big mahi oh, and yeah. go, i'm so fucking happy and <laughs> That was a that was a great day. Chad had a real lockup on him, and I don't know if you remember that it it the line parted and it made this big like cloud of moist moisture. <laughs> There's so many great moments. That pop, that popped up on for some reason that picture popped up on my phone the other day, <laughs> and my new mate was riding the truck with me, and I, it popped up. I looked at it. He goes, "Holy shit, that's a big dolphin!" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it was probably low 40s." Yeah. And I told him the whole story about it. I was. We were actually making a move. I was changing the bait. I told him, I was like, I always fish the left short because, you know, left short doesn't get bit that much. So whenever anything happens, I clear out and I go grab a spinner and I go. Yeah. I go fish. Literally, next to the boat, I'm getting ready to pop my line out of the clip and this giant dolphin just comes up and goes, <laughs> eats the bait. I'm like, I'm tight. <laughs> we were just fun fishing oh, too. We were, yeah, we were yeah. fun fishing, practicing. It was, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. And it was. It was a great day. I've actually, uh, Doherty took the picture. Yep. And I've, it's I've been actually, in magazines. It's been all over the place. I've submitted that picture in like a couple of like dolphin, best dolphin pictures. Yeah. It's, it's one every time. Really? Yep. Oh. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that was, was a dolphin. My old man and I, we were down in the Keys. We'd always, that was the, vac- the vacation my family took every year was down there in the Keys for mini season. And they, fuck, I, we're awake. We're alive. We got to go fishing in the afternoon one day. And I had I'd netted a load of pilchards and still had them alive that morning and went offshore. 300 foot of water. The old man is riding along. He says, did you see that? What? There's an X right back there. We got to start here. He's bullshitting <laughs> with me. Whatever. All right, cool, whatever. Spread goes out. I was 
I was a senior in high school, summer after my senior high school. And I, we didn't worry if there was no way to fly a kite, just enough to kind of drift alongside. Pitch a flat line out, stern on my pin 3 with a new conversion kit and a <laughs> custom rod. He, he wrapped all our rods back then. It was a snook rod and a bottom rod. We snapper group or whatever with that. And this fucking beast goes to jumping 61 pounds. Fish ended up weighing. Oof. Got it on my wall still. That was that was a phenomenal day. Oh, that's the one that's up in your house. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yep. yep. Nice. Yep. I'd like that. Right. I'll, I'll go another, like, in my mind, I'll never forget the first time I ever went offshore dolphin fishing because I, I didn't have the opportunity. We didn't have a boat. I was either on the pier, snook fishing, or the drift boat. My, um, my brother-in-law's dad, Hap, we always call him Hap, fucking Hap. You know, he's always, like, he had this, like, old tri-hole boat. We're down at uh, Sunshine Key. And nobody else wanted to go fishing, so me and Hap go. And it's a little choppy. I'm probably like 14, maybe. He's like, all right. So we put these like little lures out, and we're going offshore. And he the goes, Dragon baits? Yeah. It's like, when you get a bite, he goes, yell strike. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. So he's driving along, and I'm, we got a couple baits out, and we're going, and both the rods go off, and I'm back there cranking. He looks back, he goes, you're supposed to say strike, you know? <laughs> and there's a fucking dolphin everywhere, you know? <laughs> And they were big. We get back to the uh, Sunshine Key, and I'm filleting them. I just, I just, I'll never forget that. Yeah, you're supposed to say so. You're supposed God to say strike. You know, you know he's, uh, like we're like this far away from each other. <laughs> he's like, you didn't say strike. You know, oh, I'll never forget it. It's so funny. <sighs> Fucking half, dude. I love that guy. That's great. All right, I'm gonna fire through the rest of these here. We, man, we have so many questions today. This is great. Yeah, it's good. All right, so Jamie Bunn says. How long can goggle eyes live on a trailer with bait wells <laughs> on air in Key West? I knew that that was going. Explain that one. They could probably hey. stay all night long if, you, if we're not in the heat of the day. <laughs> Baking taking, in a parking lot, right? Yeah, taking forever to dip herring in sardines. Uh, oh. we had, it, it was a great trip, though. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't go, you motherfucker. Go. We'd have won that's that one, that's if you had gone. I was, oh. I was golfing. Augusta? Golf. No, it wasn't Augusta. Was that Was that at least the... I was in Myrtle Beach. Oh, well, yeah. All right. Yep. Jason so I, Barker. I used to do a golf trip every year with all my buddies. Right. There was like 30 of us that went. They they were went to fish the worlds. And they called me and said, hey, can you come down and fish the worlds? I'm like, dude, I'm going to be in freaking Myrtle Beach. And they Jeez, had this the epic. Worlds. What was that, like 2010? It was a while ago. It was a year before Wait, the last year, right? So fishing with them. So 2008, 2010 2011, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh. Actually, it wasn't a year before the last because um, no, because we fished. I fished with Rob. No, it was no, because I fished with Robbie for a couple of years, two or three years. Yeah, because the next two years we we fished on Jamie's boat. Mm-hmm. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about this next question because we're going to get into sorty stuff right real quick with this one. Jason Barker says, "What is the most unusual thing you caught on?" nighttime sword fishing and then he says also it's a three-part question so what's the craziest thing you found inside a swordfish belly he said lancet fish and angler fish would be his but i've seen all of that but i caught a sword that had a banana peel in its belly that still had some yellow (laughs) come on really we caught mangrove snapper or swords with mangrove snappers in their guts and and grunts and but that banana peel was definitely the strangest caught plenty of lancet fish and oil fish and escalars 
The lancet fish are definitely the craziest looking things. As a, yeah, those are. So when I did the 365 where I did one, where someone asked me to paint one of those. Yeah. Yeah, that was really that was yeah, a fun one. We catch them on the gear all the time. It looks just like a space creature. Yeah, big giant teeth. So, all right. So we talked about Bill Apree, um before when I say we took Bill Apree, took Bouncer and me and Sienna out and everything like that. Bill, by the way, runs a great operation. Oh, yeah, no um, South Florida Bass Charters. Um, he really does. And if you guys are looking. Um, you got to call him early and book away ahead of time because he's very busy, but he definitely knows where they're at and he knows how to catch them. So that's cool. um, all kinds of exotics and all that. So you just a little, build, little plug for Bill there. Um, what's the advantage and why to pen baits? Well, you know you got them for one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no stress the morning of yeah. if you got them in the pen. Yeah. Uh, for the scale baits, they're a lot hardier. I'm, not, I'm back and forth on the goggle eyes. I like you got to have them in a pen because so know you have them. Right. But I don't like my goggle eyes being in a pen for too terribly long. Yeah, I've, I've changed my tune on that, too. I like them about what right when they're getting to that first feed, which is yeah. like, what? Seven days seven or so. Days, five, yeah. seven days. You yeah. can, I've learned you can you can start them at night and they'll feed sooner. But, yeah, I, I like, you know, less than 10 days is my preference. But sometimes it's not an option. It's if it's blowing like hell, it's yeah, rough, so you, gotta, you can't get out. You my problem out. with goggles, man, I have a hard time keeping them fat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They eat a lot. They get no the you, you can feed them all you want. They'll get these giant heads, and the tails get really small. <laughs> They're so healthy, but I don't know. Yep. It's hard to keep them plump. All right, Skyler Demuth wants to know how many liters are you bringing when they're biting thirty or forty. <laughs> dozen. No, liters. 30 or 40 dozen. Right. Yeah, because you never know right. what day they're going to bite. Yeah, dude. We so I, I mean, several hundred every trip. Yeah, we always, I take ours and I, um, we usually tie a dozen to 15 on a spool. And uh, I used to always put them in a Ziploc bag, but now I've been starting to. Um, you have an air conditioner in your boat. What are you worried about that for? Yeah, true. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, shit, we, we got 15, 20 dozen at all times. Yeah. I, I, we, I, I'll have of all different sizes yeah, and yeah. We, leader we, I, types. We have two different size hooks that we fish, and we'll, I'll have at least 150 of each to start. All right, good. Always. So, there's a little bit of a story here that you may have read from Brent Meckler. I didn't read it. You didn't read it. Okay. So, and I don't Is think it a good you're story. Remember this. Positive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no. Oh shit. Maybe. Depends. Subjective. Skip. I think it's positive. It's positive. It shows it shows skips. So this yeah, this is a good friend of mine, um, Brent. And uh he's uh he's a good fisherman and he's a real estate agent and you know, but he's a, he's a real good dude. He says, Skip, do you remember circa late eighties? You were working with the Helen S and I, a kid of about twelve, hooked a big cobia. The lady a few spots down from me didn't clear her line. We crossed and pop. Oh. You really let her have it. And we were, and were very conciliatory to me. LOL. Because I was so bummed. You offered for me to stay on the next trip for free. I miss those Helen S days. I do remember that. Do you really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's Brent. So. That's cool. It's funny. I don't, a lot of times I don't remember the fish we caught. I remember the fish we lost. Always, always. Yeah. The, yeah. So what happened? The lady just wasn't budging. Yeah, it's, nah, it's, she it's, didn't it's know, tough, probably, you know. Yeah. Or we should, I mean, we, I just would, was 
wondering if she was just like refusing to move or just no, maybe a just lot of, didn't. A lot of times it happens where people, you have novice people out, they don't know what's going on. And, yeah, people get excited. And f- dude, they see eighth, a big Kobe going by. They go, oh, I got him on too. And they, they start reeling yeah, it. Yeah. It happens all the time. 85% of the population, when when the adrenaline and the intensity and, and everything fires up, they lock up. It's it's every bit of eighty five percent. I'm I'm married to one that when shit hits the fan, <laughs> yeah, lo- she ain't moving an inch. She's locking up, and that's ninety percent of the time, eighty five percent of the time when I'm in those situations and I look around, car wrecks, whatever the hell all you see, people stand around just staring, locked up entirely, and yeah. that's yeah, well now they're locked up with their phone in their hands. Yeah, if that yeah. even. So that's that's what you get in that situation when you got on the headboat like that. Yep. I got lucky and caught one on the headboat one time. We did one of those Bahama trips on the, the sea lakes down there out of Lauderdale. Caught a giant cobia. And on those trips, you know, you're in the Bahamas. It's most of yeah. But even still, people lock up and stare at you. We are saving the best question for last. Uh-oh. Does that mean we got the last one? This is the last question. How about that? Stephanie Danishmit. Ah. Oh, really? Yeah. So your sister asked Skip and Art. What are your most special slash memorable slash proudest fishing expeditions? That one you will never forget. So we talked a little. It's kind of a different, I think, from the bouncer question. I think um, I took bouncer's question this way, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually, maybe it's the same. Now that I think about it, it's kind of this. Kind but of the I could come thing. up with a whole series of. So, other well, yeah, I think you, you know, know what the funny thing well, is. There's a you smiley guys face emoji at the end of this. Yeah. So does that change anything? I got, absolutely. <laughs> it's like yeah, I've got so many fun and memorable and different experiences I, I gotta say like to start with it would be all my own firsts and stuff like that but then it was you know all the stuff with my kids mm-hmm. that and all these charter customers catching yeah, their first, first or something where they're you i mean you see the excitement and the pleasure in having done something and been able to be a part of it with them those 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 moments are what keeps me going back with this charter thing because mm-hmm. it ain't easy to make a living doing this, right. this gig especially right. right now with fuel being a million dollars a gallon and insurance being almost unpurchasable and everything else. But it's every time you catch something cool for somebody and they're so yeah. excited, it's it's incredible. It's one of those things where, um, you, like charter fishing, you, if you catch somebody a fish like that, you can tell them. I, I used to always, my go-to line was, if you put a line in the water and you caught a sailfish or something right away, I'm like, price just went up. They're like, <laughs> you could tell them, like, hey, now it's going to be a, Two thousand dollars instead of a thousand. They're like, whatever. I'll pay. I'll pay you whatever. <laughs> Let's you know? do that again. Yeah, but uh, it's just kind of how it rolls, man. People, yep. I don't know. But for me, I think it's got to be. I don't know. Like I, I was going through all these emotions selling the pop top a couple weeks ago, right? And I actually wrote. I actually sit down and I wrote almost a eulogy for the boat because oh. I, I love that boat. I had it for eighteen years, whatever it was. Yeah. Or wow, is that long? I, huh? I can't. I can't remember exactly how long I had it for, but I mean, it supported my family tournament fishing charter fishing my kids grew up on the boat i grew up on the boat like my fishing career grew up on that boat you know and uh my nephews and stuff like that but it's got to be all the memories of fishing on the boat with my family and kids and first sail fish for you know my nephews and my kids and it's just i don't know that that's the biggest thing for me like memories like that is is my family and close friends catching all their fish and stuff like that it's funny when on a boat like that i mean you look around and you see like all the chips and dings and scratches and you might remember like oh, i remember that scratch and how that happened oh, yeah. that yeah. day and my whole yeah. it's funny i was 
the, the boat kind of sat. The boat sat for like two and a half years ever since COVID because I sold my engines. I couldn't get engines for it. Yeah. They were just, you could not get an engine. And uh, I was looking at it, cleaning it up. Like the whole port side was just scratched from bait pens. And <laughs> just uh, You try to keep it off and it's like after a while, you're just like, what are you going to do? You yeah, know? it is what it is. It's yeah. like, it was a work boat, you know. But she's going to get all redone now, so it's nice. going to be nice. We, uh, my dad and I, we do the Bahamas stuff regularly and you know, snapper group are fishing all kinds of shit. And we ran down to Orange Key one time. Would have been, I guess it had to be, what was that? Storm of the Century. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was, um, was it October? It was, it was October. October. Storm of the Century was October. Because yeah. I, I was stuck in, uh, Walkers. Yep. So we were, we uh, we were down to Orange Key and caught some yellowtail snap, whatever. We did what we did, and we're coming out of Orange Key. It's a hundred and like twenty miles back to Port Everglades, and the first seventy miles was a dream. Just eating, but the boat did twenty knots. We just easing along, yeah, hunting mahis, whatever. All and we hadn't seen anything, whatever. And you see this odd line of weather coming. There's no the weather you know, on the VHF thing. You don't get any of that, and there was no forecast when we left two days before that of anything coming man that doesn't look so good easing along and then 70 plus knots of wind hits us off the north northwest it, it went from mirror slick calm to so fucking rough that it was a southwester good thing you're not in the skiff we were in a skiff whoa yeah we were 25 foot it was it was a southwester that mr gold yeah. had helped us rebuild when the fuel tanks brought out of the thing it got bad, and we're making like maybe eight knots, and it's you know it's like we're changing our course a little bit, trying to get a little more west in it, just trying to get to where we can make headway. And a freighter's coming. Fuck, if we can get in behind this freighter, and now we're worried about fuel and everything else. We can you know get right in behind him and maybe make headway, get north enough that we can then quarter and get that thing came and blew by us so fast that we couldn't make the mile to the west to get in behind him. It was so so goddamn rough, and. So whatever, it's a full quarter, and we're kind of making way to Key Largo, and I don't know. Um, um, that was nineteen ninety two. Was Andrew? Andrew? I was at I was at Isaac's the day before Andrew turned east and or west and came rolling through. We beat it home. So it was just after Andrew. So it'd have been like ninety three, ninety four, something like that. Right. Was storm of the century, and god damn what an ass kicking contest! But we got on the flat down there. And basically Key Largo, and we're able to run. I mean, we were running in water that deep, just trying to make headway. Got back into government cut, and we were both kind of, well, we beat the odds on that one. We didn't die on that one. So, <laughs> oh, and, my God. But the likelihood of surviving that, it was, yeah. it was at best 50-50 on that one. That's one of those, yeah, that's one of those days where you yeah. get in, and you're just like. <sighs> oh, yeah. But it's, the bad thing about that one is that flat-bottom skiff doesn't do well in any kind of a head sea at all, where at least when we were getting caught by Andrew, Right. And I don't know if people remember, the day before Andrew, the weather was just stunning. Beautiful, slick, calm, unbelievable. Yeah. And we were we were anchored off of uh, off of Isaac's. We'd done what we'd done, and I'd pull in, and we could always catch goggle eyes at Isaac's, and then we'd go catch some big kings and whatever, play around muttons during the day after catching all those goggle eyes. And my old man had gone to sleep, and you see this unbelievable lightning show off to the east, and he wakes up at some point, and we're talking about it. Man, it... That doesn't look good. And we knew Andrew was out there, but it was they had called for it to go yeah. north and off yeah. into the Atlantic it and gone. It stalled. It just, yep. just stayed there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know, maybe like 2, 3 in the morning or whatever, we're talking. And this is my senior – after my senior high school, I'm about to go to Palm Beach Community College. Or, and Pops 
Yeah, this don't look good. And he says, yeah. ah, fuck it, we got to get her. We pull the anchor and start steaming in, and we hit the beach in Port Everglades. So he sat in the seas behind you. And this is the very next night Andrew rolls into to Miami there and Damn. wrecks it. So we, we had a – but, again, those type of lessons, they kind of teach you, you know. Yeah. You better respect it and pay attention. That was my first week in art school. Yep. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, in, we graduated I, I in 92. Was in Sarah, I was in Sarasota. Yep. Right that. And that was it. I think that storm of the century wasn't that ninety one though. Wasn't it may it? have been the year before. Wasn't yeah, because yeah, I think we were juniors yeah. in, in high school when that okay, came yeah. in. Because I remember the, the the crazy swell just hit right right off here. Yep. I yeah. remember surfing right past the lighthouse, right through the inlet, and right into Fourteenth Street and all that. Yep. Mean, yeah. 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 It, was, it, it was got big. so rough. Oh my yeah. god. And it cleaned up though at the end of it though. It cleaned up real nice and it like stayed big. No, for, like, it a, wasn't because I I was in college because I I. While it was still blowing hard, pumping hard off the Maybe west. Maybe I'm thinking of a different storm. A different Halloween. I'm thinking of the Halloween storm then. Yeah. There was a Halloween storm in yeah. 91. Yeah. Yeah. Because I went to back up to, to school after that. So 93, 94, something like that. Yeah. It was a storm of the century. That was when uh, Andrea Gale went down. Yep. Yeah, we, we got stuck oh, wow. at uh, – we were in uh, walkers for that. Yep. Wow. Long times. Yep, Lots, but, you know, it's it's funny, man. It, it really, when you look back on all the, the stories and the storms and the, and just the different things like that, and you just like mark periods of time like that. I don't know. It was just so you guys get into that, you know, it's cool to like reminisce on it. Like it was, but the Andrew thing was really weird. And no one thought that I was going to hit us. No, no, it was going off in the yeah. Atlantic. And, and as for Hurricane Wilma was kind of a little bit. Same thing, yeah. Same thing. When it was right offshore and it was, yeah, we didn't think we were getting anything bad and it was a hurricane. It was a Category 1 sitting out there. Ran right through us as a 3. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely wrecked the town a little bit. You know what I mean? A little more, bit. More, more than what yeah. we thought, though. Yeah, What's going to happen? You know, everyone got lost power for two weeks. That's one that came from the from the West Coast, right? No, no, no. no. One was right off. What am I yeah, thinking there. of? The one that came, it's like 15. No, actually, it had to be 19 years ago. Came from the West Coast. Uh, there was two of them back to back. What was it? Well, two thousand four. A lot of them came from the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, they came. Charlie two and Francis and yep, all those exactly. that came from that side. Yep. But there was like one every other weekend for a little while there. Yeah, and they wouldn't hit us during the week, so we weren't able to miss any work. It was just like they were like when you had a day job, like every one of them. So hit I, I know. On the weekend. I know it was nineteen years ago because my daughter was one years old. Well, it was nineteen years ago for sure. It came, That's when my, it came what, from the West Coast and it hit us as like a four coming across. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was that yeah, was Charlie, Charlie or Francis, yeah. one of the other. Yeah, maybe Francis. Yeah, maybe Francis. Yeah, and, and we, yeah. they banged it up again. They banged up their Naples and all that stuff. Pretty. That's good. how yep. my my wife and I really kind of really came together. Hurricane okay. Wilma, and um, you know, it was in 2005, and it was in you know, and she we had been dating for like a month. She had been pondering actually moving back to New Jersey at the time, and she was like, "Oh, this hurricane's coming." She was renting a room from someone, and she wasn't even really moved in down here yet. And I'm thinking, oh be your hero you know I'll, I'll grab a bottle of wine and a six pack and some and a flashlight and i'll save the day and <laughs> think it's just the one it's like nothing's gonna happen and for sure enough like you know all the power went out and this girl's like all alone and yep. we were stuck together for like two weeks like, like i couldn't leave her perfect you know I mean? yeah so <laughs> i remember like once the power went back on and, like the gas station started to open up like two weeks later and, like none of us had showered and, like it was in my truck and i looked over and i said well i guess you're not going anywhere <laughs> that was it eight months later i asked her to marry me yeah, that was it. Hurricane Wilma is to blame. Yeah, that was a good one. At least that, with Wilma, though, we had that little cold front right after it, and it was it was That nice. saved the day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That saved the day. Actually, that cold front is what made it hit us. Maybe it's yeah, Wilma. Exactly. It, it push, must be it, Wilma. They push it right in us. Yeah. Didn't Wilma come from the West Coast also? No. Mm -mm. no. Off the no? ocean. 
No. Wilma was riding up, and it wasn't going to hit us, and that cold front came and pushed yep. it right into us. Yep. Yeah. And so. it was gorgeous immediately after cool. Yeah. And that was that was one of the banked up. You yeah. see the stars. That's what a, made yeah. Lauderdale Boat Show change their dates was Wilma. Yep. Pushed it back into November. Well, listen, I think we've reached the end of our tale here today. <laughs> um, Carlene, you still awake over there? I'm here. Yeah. You're, yeah, the you're not talking about sports right now. You're the best. She's out there checking like Buffalo Bills rosters and oh all God. their scouting reports. All right. And then, you know, her husband used to pitch for Florida State. I don't know. He was a baseball player. Yeah. He used to, he used to hit. I, I asked him this week and I said, What was your pitch? And he goes, My fastball. Nice. I'm like, yeah. He goes, Yeah. He goes, I th- he goes, I would throw consistently 98. And he goes, One time I hit 101. Where'd yeah. you go to school? Where'd you go to high school? Florida State. Oh, he oh, went no, to Gibbons. School. Did he? Re- yeah. Yellow youngered me by a bunch, though. Oh, he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, eight years sure. younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you created yeah. over you. Yeah. Do you ever feel like someone's watching you while you're on the playground? <laughs> <laughs> that was me, so, honey. <laughs> so uh, we split this episode into two, and this is the end of our second partition of that cool. episode. So I want to thank everyone for hanging tough with us for two episodes in a row with Art and Skip. And um, it's, we went, we went that long. Well, yeah, we went two hours. Did we really? Yeah, almost. Yeah. Traffic's over. I know. I know. Perfect. Well, we, you know, it's been a while. You know, we had a lot to catch up on. But so next time, maybe we don't take so long to do another episode. Right? So <laughs> or finish you, it. Sorry. Or finish it. <laughs> you just did two episodes, my friend. I love you guys. <laughs> do you really, though? Do you? Do you really? I'm here, aren't I? So yes, anyway. Man. Um, so let's let's plan on getting together then just before sailfish season. Let's do it. Kicks in. Absolutely. We got a meat. We got the barbecue. We got the meat off. Wait, wait, can I say something? The meat. The oh, meat. Beat. To skip Dana's what? Better better half in the business. Liz Lizard? Sizemore's birthday Happy is birthday. today. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Happy birthday, Liz. Oh, birthday, Liz. Oh, good shout out. So. Nice. Nice. Good shout out. So we're going to have the you. meat off, right? Is that what we're going to call? It goes to the meat off. Maybe like, so uh, hey Liz, we love you. Jim and Chip's meet off. <laughs> right into the meet off. <laughs> October fifteenth is a good one. October fifteenth is that a Monday? You want to do Monday? No, we don't have to do a Monday. 16th. Not for the meet off. We don't have to do the. We should do that on a weekend so more people can come, right? Yeah, you want to do a meet off and watch football? Yes. Oh I think the 16th, no. I'm in Georgia. Who do we play on the sixteenth? I don't know. I'm looking. I'll have to. Is it a Monday? Monday? No, Sunday. it's Sunday. We're going to do it on a on a for a football game. Daytime. Yes. I'll bring Mike. Yeah. So we got we got a, what, a, a one o'clock game. You said the fifteenth of, of October. Yeah. That's Selfish Sweethearts. Oh, is it? Yeah. I get to do that one this year. You fishing? Yep. So you're not going to be here. Negative. So we can't do that date. So we'll do the we'll do right, we'll talk about what's that? Does this not make for good radio? Twenty ninth. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out the eighth and twenty second. So. Dude, dude, whatever. We'll oh, figure it out. Uh, I want to actually give a shout out to one thing real quick. And as I'm looking at the do-gooder, yeah, I do have to mention the do-gooder. But <laughs> um, the um, I want to give a shout out to Maui because uh, yes. yeah, oh fuck, yeah. I just got messaged. I have customers out there, Maui Fun Charters, that we do like all their apparel and their artwork, and they just messaged me. So okay. Um, we might do a program with them. We might do a stronger together program for them. Are they so, okay? They... No, they're not okay. 
Yeah. Did they, I, I mean, mean li- they're alive. Humanity, like people wise, they're intact. Yes. Yeah, they're good. But so their, their business is devastated. Yeah. Maui Fund Charters, you get, no one's really doing that right now. I, mean, I don't know. I'll talk to them and see. But uh, we do have friends here. Listen, no matter where you are, no matter where we're, doing, we're all connected by water, right? So we got to support our friends in Maui. Um, there's a lot of organizations that are pretty legitimate that are asking for money. Um, I know you can go um, to Pride of Gypsies, which is um, Jason Momoa's account. And he lists a lot of really good, reputable organizations that you can donate to. You can go to Olakai, which is part of our, they say Ohana. I'm not going to try to sound like the white American by trying to over talk about it, but that's what they do call it. And we are part of it because they do support our show. They do support our studio. Um, And uh, they have a lot of great organizations listed. They've been doing a lot of programs. If you go and buy flip flops, they're donating a lot of money to the purchases that you make on their website right now. Uh, so go to olakai.com and help the people in Maui. And I know this is going to air. This is the second part of our episode. This is going to air in a couple of weeks. But still, they're going to need help. This the problem is not going yeah. away anytime soon. Cut and paste this section into the end of the first one. Yeah. I mean, maybe we can do that. You know, maybe we can just launch that. And um, you know, they're going to need help. And you know, I know we're no stranger to this kind of thing with all the devastation that we have with hurricanes and natural disasters down here. So what they're going through, I think, is far worse than what we've had to deal with with any of our storms. So, um, And right now, the word on the street is that they're not getting really much government assistance right now. Um, we talked in the beginning of the show about we don't want government to do this. We don't want government to this do that. Is where they I think this in. is one of the things we do want government to do. Yep. Uh, we want them to be there for the well-being of the people, indirect things that matter that are obvious that you can see with your own two eyes. It's like, yes, these people need help, um, and they do need help. So. Um, stay tuned for maybe perhaps some things that connect the water by water might be doing. Cause I just read that message on my phone. It kind of hit me in the heart. That's why I'm talking about it right now. So, um, cool. Cool. Sounds All right. good. Yeah. So we'll, we will stay tuned for the, the meet off dolphin game with uh, chip and Jim and it can't be a home game cause Jim will be there. Yep. Right. So it's gotta be an away game. So that's why we got to work out a few details. Um, and, and figure out how we're going to do that. And we got to talk to Chip. We got to talk to Jim. Should be sure a Buffalo Miami game. <laughs> think so. Think so, Carlene. Think that's what it should be. You know, the only reason I'm a Does Buffalo she fan get your team in too? is because my whole family's from Buffalo, and I'm the only one born born in Florida. And my mom came down as this big Miami fan, so I only wore red, white, and blue just to piss her off. God rest her soul. So I'm sticking with it because it irks you. That a girl. It digs you a little bit, buddy. The Bills. I'm the Slide King. All right. So do your thing. <laughs> your ego is not I'm your the amigo. Slide king, you fucking <laughs> always do your best, and at the end of the day, just let God do the rest. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, gentlemen, we are all, all connected, connected by, by water. water. Thank you. <laughs>